The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. <laughs> well, it looked like it's going to be one of those days. You are now rocking with the best. I'm Heckma Harrison, and this is the Players' Lounge. <laughs> I'm looking at you, and I'm like, it's just heck and Nate. That's all it is. <laughs> all heck it. And Nate, it's just heck and Nate. Heck you know, Nate. <laughs> it's heck and Nate. So <laughs> we got it going on up in here. Uh, we had some situations. Guys had some cancellations, and uh, say uh, guys were saying I'm in, that they out. But this is, hey man, this is a cowboy. Th- the, the two biggest cowboy fans in the building, right yes, here. Sir. Yes, sir. We have Michael Irvin and Mr. Jones down That's, here. Boy. That'll be it. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll be the real players. Man, I'm telling you, man. We'll circle this thing all the way out. Yeah. But man, look, this is uh, it's an honor to have you on, uh, Nate. If you don't know, man, this is this is big, Nate. Nate Newton, three time Super Bowl champion, all pro, all everything, guard for the Dallas Cowboys in the building. And Nate, man, it's been it's been a couple days now. Yes, sir. To let this uh, loss to the Green Bay Packers, it has simmered in, and it has simmered down, and now it, you know we can we can put it away, and now it's on it's on to the Minnesota Vikings. It is, uh, but but Nate, I, I'm gonna do it like I always do it. What am I doing? I'm getting ahead of myself. You know, I always do a mental check in. I check right. in on my brothers, man. Make sure everybody good, man. They cooking with Crisco. How about you, brother? How you feeling today? I'm good, man. I mean, the way you dress, boy, bringing that light and that sunshine on me, boy. Man. I can't do nothing feel good. Man. And then my wife just walked by. You know, yeah, everything yeah, good. You know? <laughs> there it is. There it is. I wonder who waving at you. Like I'm gonna tell you why. So waving at you, man. Oh, lady. <laughs> no, man, I appreciate it, man. But you, yeah. everything good with you in your world? I oh, mean, I'm great. I'm, I'm serious, man. Uh, I, I, I was like, man, I wonder how me and Heck can do a show by ourselves. So oh, yeah, cool. I want to say thank you to Nick Eatman because I was like, Nick, let me and Heck do this to, and see how yeah. we work this one time. Man, we got yeah. this. Man, you know, come on now. Yeah, you know, we, you know Nick Eatman's a big, big fan too now. Yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick is a cowboy fan, but right. you know the, the the reality of the situation always settled in with Nick, and he, you know, more on the pessimistic side. Right, right. He's a gla- <laughs> glass half full. Right, right. You know, okay. uh, kind of guy. So, but it's all good, man. It's always going to be on a positive note for me. Man, I'm good. I'm good, man. I got a busy day planned uh, today, and you know, anytime you got a busy day planned, you just got to process everything accordingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some tapings. I uh, got a game tonight on ESPN, basketball game, wow. so I call basketball too. Wow. Yeah, so. You multi. I try. You know, God bless me. Wow, you know, man. So, uh, me and Kyle Yeomans going to be on the call tonight. And my, my man, K.Y., you that know. is awesome, man. man. God is good. Yeah, God man. Is good, you know. So. so, so do y'all know who call who y'all calling for? Because I know you got to do some heavy studying, huh? Yeah, of course. So, yeah. so what game is it's it? It's North Texas and, and, and uh, Stephen F. Austin. Okay, okay. Tonight North at Texas, she'll wipe them out, huh? No. No, this is no. Okay, they, no. hey, you gonna call the game. You're right? gonna call the game. See, I'm on ESPN. I gotta be unbiased. I right. can't say one way right. or another. Okay. Uh, but it's gonna be fun. But getting into this game, um, I you know, obviously I I call you Nate on I got you on speed dial, man. Every time I wanna get it right, <laughs> right. I call you. Yeah. And I say, Nate, you know, what did I just see, Nate? What what just happened, man? And you know what you told me? You said, Hey, look, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> it ain't as bad as you think it is. That's it ain't right. as good as you think it is right. either. But after you watch the tape again, going back uh, to CeeDee Lamb and some of, the, uh, some of the things that you saw this offense do, and I know you guys just right. talked about this, mm-hmm. these, these mistakes that they made and coming up against now a Vikings defense that you expect to be ready for a mediocre uh, in league, as far as the league is uh, uh, opinion of these right. guys, there's a B-rated receiving core. Can these guys in this game going up against Patrick Peterson in that in that vaulted uh, defense, Harrison uh, Smith on the back end exactly. with him? Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot going on, man. You you know, and this is where you see me just ride CD up until now. One thing when you are young. And, uh, and tough, I believe this right here, you can always change your outcome. Mm-hmm. What I may think of CD this past game, all it takes is a few extra reps mentally and physically, and you can correct that. Yeah. So I think now, by now, CD probably figured out, whoa, I done did this twice wrong, yeah. and it's going to hurt my quarterback. Uh, show some love. Show some mental toughness. Do a little extra film work. And he and he can do this. I, I believe that with all my heart because I I, I changed from a mediocre player. Yeah. And I'm not saying a Hall of Fame player, but I I I I, I, I took it up a few levels. And I and I believe C D Lamb can take it up a few levels. So what I may have thought Sunday, I erased that because because the day is Wednesday. Right. They back at practice. You know, get your film work in, get a little extra on the field. You know, hey Dak, let, let's go over this. What do you, let me see what you see? So I believe CD Lamb can, can bring it up, and uh, Noah Brown, uh, Dak, throw him the ball. He'll catch it for you. Yeah. You know, and Michael Gallup just keep getting better. I I don't I'm different. I don't expect much from Mike. When they I, I wanted him to just be coming back now. I really did. I I thought he would just be coming back now, but. I'm glad they brought him back because the, the progress is slow, but it's coming. But I need for Noah and CD to come on. Yeah. You know, and if we can get anything out of Gallup, we get something out of him. Now, just adding to the balance that the Cowboys offense has shown over the last couple of weeks, I mean, coming with, with Dak coming back, obviously they had to have that, uh, rely heavily on the running game, but you've mm-hmm. seen them go to the air a lot more. Now, and especially in this Green Bay game, right. I believe it's 45, 46 times that Dak had to go back and throw the ball. You talk about CD taking that next step to be, I'm assuming that you're saying, be a number one caliber. No, just be a good receiver. Okay. We're not even talking number one. No. You're just saying yeah, be good. Be, yeah, because, you know, I hear Jesse talk about that separation. I hear uh, uh, Zeus, Isaiah Stanback talk about uh, what it takes to be a number one. Everybody ain't ain't built that way. Everybody wasn't born. Mike Irvin was born a number one. Right. You know, Herm, Big Herm, uh, Megatron, he yeah. was born. Some people were created. He's going to have to be one of them guys that's over time be created to yeah. be a number one. He's going to have to learn that it takes a little bit more than when you was that projected number one. He's going to have to learn. And, I, and, and now it's his willingness. Is he willing to learn? You yeah. know, so uh, that's just how I feel about it. The, I mean, the difference between a Calvin Johnson and a Michael Irvin and a C.D. Lamb, I mean, the space is pretty big when you even think about that. But, but don't, doesn't C.D. Lamb have that type of talent? The only thing that separates them is the mentality. 
It's, it's just a mentality, you know. And that that was the difference between, and I, you know, a lot of the young people on, you know, the great Muhammad Ali. You know, he was a man before he walked in the ring because he always believed he could beat you. Right. When I first met Michael Irvin, Michael Irvin, like man, I, I would talk to him about corners that was already in the league. Like man, I'm a dog them. Yeah. And he said, just let me figure out what's going on, and I'm a, I'm gonna eat the league up. And that's just how some guys are. Now, CD may feel that, but he's got to work that. Right. You got to work it now. It, it, everybody ain't going to be number one right off the bat now. Now, the repetition. And I hear you always talk about the repetition. Yes. That it took for the kind of connection that Mike and Troy had. Right. And, and just going back to the miscommunication that Dak talked about between him and CD uh, on those – Interception that he had in Chicago, and now those bleed over yeah. to interceptions in Green Bay. If Mike and Troy had those same type of miscommunications, and you've talked extensively about what the coaches would have done, what would have, what would be the conversation, or what would be the practice between those two guys to get that right? It, I know they don't probably don't do this now, but Mike had a certain routes that he was great at, and then a few that he was just good at. And they, they threw these routes over and over and over, and they always talked about it. What if a guy is here? What are you seeing? What are you thinking? And then they'll run it. Because now you don't, you're telling me what you're thinking, but now when you get in the game, you oh, but, no, yeah. what are you thinking? Right. With that safety now, it's nowhere in the world, if I'm C.D. Lamb, I'm like, you know what? If this guy right here, what are you thinking? If this guy right here, and it may be just a difference in the yard, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. I, I better still, I'm coming across his face, even if he back deep. I don't care right. because we can't miss again. It's going to have to be because Mr. Jones said it, and I heard other guys say it, depending on who the guy was, it's, it's about faith. It's about belief. It's about releasing that ball, knowing that you're going to be there. If you don't get it, won't nobody get it. So you have to have that belief. And that only, that only comes through repetition. And, and, and I hate to sound like somebody's teaching and asking that stupid question sometimes. Yeah. It, to the other guys, like, come on, CD, if the guy up, take the pose. If the right. guy back, cut, cross. You know, but CD, in his mind, need to know. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, his quarterback needs to know. Do you remember that old Dennis Hopper uh, Nike commercial with Mike and, and Troy had at ESP? You remember that commercial? No, you don't remember that commercial? No, man. man, it was a great commercial, yeah. man. It's, it's talking about them being on the same pay, yeah. pay, wavelength, you know, yeah. like they know each other so well. They got ESP, Mike and, right. and Troy. That's a, that's the kind of uh, that's the kind of wavelength that I feel like Dak and CD should they, they grow should be, and have. Yeah, that they should be on, and right. we saw that a lot with Amari Cooper, uh, and now all of this has changed, man. The way the, the conversation has gone from. CD being the number one, Michael Gallup being, you know, the the number two, Jalen Tolbert being a high draft pick coming in, and he should be the number three. Now, the media is talking about nothing but Odell Beckham. That, oh. Cancel that. It, 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 everybody has said the right thing over there. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know how alpha males are today. Yeah. I know what you would be thinking, and I know what I'll be thinking. Yeah. Ain't no – See, I'll be like, you know what, Coach? Y'all can bring him in here, but I ain't going to act right. Now, I'm finna get – 
give me a chance to show me. I would be running. Larry Allen was better than me. Mm-hmm. I remember they was trying the famous low left. I remember when they was trying to make it more because it was Biggie should be a Hall of Famer. Larry Allen is a Hall of Famer. They was trying to run the, the low right. I stood up in the meet. I said, hold on, coach. You know how you be sitting out here jerking around, messing around, yeah. whatever, joking, playing. But what did you just say? Well, we just low right right here. Uh-uh. No, coach. Me and Tui got this. It's called low left. Yeah. When we get in the red zone, when we get short yardage, it's low left first. And if it don't work over here, I may understand you going over here. But low left is what we do. Right. So – for me to get up and stand up and say that versus two should be surefire Hall of Famers. Yeah. And here go me and Tui just, just knock around free agents. Oh, man. Tui looked at me like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> normally I'm that joke guy. Yeah, right. Normally I'm like, oh, <laughs> dog. The only satisfaction I get, because if they're going to talk about the offensive line, it's going to be Big E. Right. What he did to Reggie White, what he did to EJ Jr. It's going to be Larry Allen, how he ran down the linebacker. And it's going to be Nate, okay, what you eating today? Yeah. <laughs> you know so it's I'm a saying? pride thing. Yeah, it's a pride thing. Now, I mean, that's in, – in those in, – in there's so much that's been made about that in the media and old – and guys that have played the game that says, you know, look, man, you should take pride – more pride or feel that alpha male that you were just yeah. talking about. And then you see CD stand up and say, yeah, you know, bring him in here. That's you know, for the media. That's for the media. The media. But I'm, I'm, my, I'm my in the locker room. In the locker room. But but I want to – there was a time in 94 where y'all had opportunity to get Dion and you and, and Jerry Jones on 105.3. The fans said, you know, guys like Troy, guys like Emmett, guys like Mike – was saying, yeah, let's let's go and do they play wide receiver? Do they no, play quarterback? They, no, they don't. Do they no, 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 they do not. No, they do not. <laughs> okay. They didn't ask Larry Brown. Yeah, they ain't asked Puck. Yeah. They ain't asked. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if they had asked Kevin Smith, he said, yeah. yeah, bring him in here. Yeah, well, I can sit on the bench. No, <laughs> come on, because because what's uh, the great Darren Darren Wilson was our slot corner. Him and Kenny Gant. So where were Pup and Larry gonna go? Right. Come on. This this is if you were telling me that this was Odell's first knee injury, I'd be like, Yeah. We got him. We got him. But I think Odell is 30. Yeah. Oh, this is second and it's to the same knee. And I've seen almost every guy, including our own Gallup, not make it back. Yeah. <laughs> not make it back. Gallup been playing what now four games, and he still ain't there. And I'm not like I said, I'm not holding it against him. Whatever we get from him, we get from him. But you can't bring Odell in here and say whatever we get from him, we get from him. I I heard Coach McCarthy say last week that's another that's another conversation. But it was so overwhelming that they had to deal with it. That's what that's what Odell's gonna bring. He's gonna be so overwhelming. Even with the two week, you know when he get in here, it's gonna be a two week ramp up. Right. He ain't going to sign straight to the field. It's gonna be a two week ramp up. Now 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 you're dealing with that. Now you're dealing with that. Now as a receiver, you better not make no mistakes. So you're dealing with that. And now once he get back, you're gonna have some special routes for him. You know. I I I this team is young. 
Right. And every Tyron Smith, I think he's been the, the greatest left tackle besides Big Cat that's in the Hall of Fame. He the great one of the greatest left tackles ever to play the game. But starting for the Cowboys, not no. No, uh-uh. Anthony Barr, I love you to death, but I want the kid in there. I want, I want the kid from LSU yeah. in there. I, 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 I want to get every young guy every opportunity this year, whether we're in the playoffs or not. So next year it will not be a question of who we are and what we're trying to accomplish. And the youth movement, yeah. if you've seen the youth movement, that obviously Smith, our left tackle, our rookie left yeah. tackle, he's come in at times. And, man, they're talking about the, the, the win rate on the left side right. running the ball. Right. Six yards every yeah. time they run to the left. That's a testament to that. Yes. To everything. I mean, you were a big proponent and talking about that young man and saying, hey, yeah. y'all doing this kid a disservice with moving him around. Yeah. But now, Nate, you see them leaving him alone out there. It's starting to pay dividends. It is. It is. But also, with that being said, and, and I was I was talking about the balance that this offense has had, now on top of that, you get Ezekiel Elliott back into the fold. Now with having Zeke back in the fold, do you think this opens up a lot more for this offense, or do you think Zeke now comes into a situation where he's just a guy? Zeke has, for the last three years, been just a guy who's been very special. See, Zeke is a pounder. He know where he's at seven, eight years into his career. I think Zeke can bust one for 35 yards. 40, 50, no. Can he tote the balls 25 times a game? Yeah, I believe he can. Can he block way above average? Yes, he can. Zeke is just the guy who's real special. Uh, bring him back in the same role he was. Now you got the young Malik Davis. Now you can just you, – you ain't got to stop. Yeah. You ain't, and the thing is – I say this, and I tell people, y'all, Dak going to have to throw the ball. In certain games, he going to have to throw the ball. But they're going to have to find a way to incorporate our tight ends. If our receivers don't pick it up drastically, and I'm talking about C.D. Lamb, and I'm talking about uh, Noah Brown, they have to pick it up. Okay. And people say, well, Noah, just Noah. You know what? If he can catch Cooper Cup, because I got a Cooper Rush ball. Yeah, right. If he can catch Cooper Rush ball, he can, he can catch Dak balls. Yeah. And I know the projectory and all this, they say it's been different, but he can catch the ball. Right. He caught it during training camp. Ain't no different. So he can catch the ball. We just need for him to pick it up. Uh, we know what Tony Pollard can do. We know who Zeke is. What we can't do, fellas, what we can't do this game is give them – the opportunity to rush us. We are a B-minus rush offensive line. If we don't have a run to offset us, we're going to give it up. So, Nate, we this. I, I like what you're saying about pick it up. Right. I'm going to talk about we, – we're going to take a break, but I got right. a group that got to pick it up. Okay. And it's on the other side of the ball because <laughs> – I, I definitely want to know, and we've gone around in circles about right. one Michael Parsons and what's going on with him, but, man, you said something about him turning into Clark Kent, and I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> yeah. And I got my glasses on today. I sure <laughs> pray that he take his glasses off. But we're going to take a break here on the Players' Lounge. We'll be right back with more. 
With Smoothie King's original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, Back to the Players' Lounge. Get your get your holiday photo with Santa at the Star, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Santa-themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension from November 18th through December 24th. Book your visit before December 2nd and save $5 with the code STAR5. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more information. Back here on the Players' Lounge with Nate Newton sitting in for everybody. <laughs> Chris Beam, you going you gonna to join us on the show? Whatever you got something you, you want to tell us, Chris? No, Chris. not right now, buddy. Not, not right now. Well, you got, your, you got the microphone open. I thought you was about to say yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to live it on us. Okay, I thought Thank Chris was, yeah, was going to say that. something. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're back here on the Players' Lounge, and we're talking about somebody need to pick it up. Our defense definitely has to pick it up. 207 yards on the ground. And I think a lot of people are talking about that being problematic. But this new NFL, a lot of people are even worried about rush defenses. Back in the day, that was all that it used to be. Who is the number one rush defense? Because if you were last as a rush defense, you wasn't winning games. That's right. But here in the last 10 years, nobody cares about the rush defense. Right. Because you could be the 
middle of the pack rush defense and still win games. That's why I asked yesterday. I said, do you even know who's the number one rush defense in the NFL? And it's the 49ers, but number 10 is the Indianapolis Colts. And I don't think, you know, Jeff Saturday, bless his heart, I hope he, you know, does a good job, job he has with uh, the Colts right now. But I don't see the Colts doing anything. I don't see them making a run uh, at all. And they have a great defense, by the way. Uh, but these guys are – you know, last in in their division, working next to last in their division. The Cowboys right now, rush defense is a problem. 29th, and it seems to be the biggest part of these. Anytime they come away with a loss, everybody's talking about them not being able to stop the run. And this last game was the first time that I saw Michael Parsons look like a dude, just a guy. Just another guy out there. I never seen that before, Nate. So to me, to me, and you know, and you know that bothered me. That bothers me. And we talk about him playing edge, and we've also talked about him playing linebacker. But he took more snaps this time at linebacker. And I saw Superman turn back to Clark Kent. And uh I I, I don't like it, Nate. And uh you got to tell me something here, Nate, because this this you, has got to get fixed, and it's got to get fixed quick. You can put him back at the edge, and they're going to know where he's at. And this is what I tried to head off. He was a great run defender, defender I think, his rookie year. I mean, you could see him come up on guards, and, boy, he'd extend them hands and pop them, and, boy, he'll run downhill and make some things happen. Well – You've played linebacker. Yeah. Your eyes are like this. You're like an owl. Yeah. Y'all can literally just turn y'all heads all the way around. Yeah. But as a defensive end, your eyes are like this. Right. And everything is coming from the inside. You ain't worry about no wham block from the outside. Everything is coming from the inside. And it's a different technique. It's a different style. Then have to read more than one thing. Right. And – not only was they catching him up in the wave of the trash and all of that, a lot of times they made him hesitate. Things he had started working through as a rookie. Now, you're either going to start playing him at linebacker and don't let him lose all them linebacker instincts, or are you going to put him at defensive end? See, and that's why me and you went to back and forth. I'm like, let him continue to be a super weapon. And at linebacker, he's a super weapon. He's still a, a, a hydrogen bomb out there, but yeah. you know where it's coming from. Right. And so, uh, uh, but one thing it did make him aware of as a veteran guy is like, okay, I think, think the game now. I can see the game now, but I need some other guys to step up and help me. And that's why, and I think that's why the important that you're making about yeah. Damone Clark is so important about him. It's a learning curve for him because everybody has to realize that he's a rookie still, that's too. Right. And so the learning curve, just like we talked about OBJ, is still there with Damone Clark, even though he's had more time in the system uh, to take those mental reps. Right. <laughs> mental reps. One thing, being on the field is a whole other subject. Um, when I looked at going back to the Green Bay tape, I think the one thing that really shocked me was some of the, not false steps, but it seemed like he was slow to get there. Before, it seemed like Dan Quinn only had him on a mission in those A-gap blitzes. He'd take on a guard, which was a simpler task for right. him. That's right. When I look at him as an edge rusher, just keeping it real with you, Nate, I see a guy that is still very raw Right, right. as an edge rusher. He doesn't have the same things that guys like Michael Strahan had hand placement, being able to flip guys, you know, being used. He's just, 
He just beating you with his speed. Yeah. You yeah. know. And but the other thing that I think that makes up the difference for him is when they start to bring those guards pulling around at him. And that's why I think it's harder for him physically to be in that role because he's getting beat up a lot more when they start to run at him, Nate. Yeah, but you know what? I, I tell people, man, if, if Bohannon and Gallimore and Hankins were doing their job, it would be a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, these guys are not uh, hood ornaments. Yeah. We ain't just putting them out there, oh, look at the 57 Chevy and look at the big bulldog <laughs> sitting on the front. You know, if you knock the bulldog off, we still got the, we still got the Chevy. We knocked these guys off. And you, and, and this Chevy, he destroyed it, and this is our superstar. If he's that linebacker and, and Clark, that's going to retard his um, growth. If, right. if, if our guys <laughs> don't start eating up blocks, okay, when Jimmy was here, I, I used to hear Coach Johnson say, okay, you tired? Okay, if you're you going to shoot the gap, you better make the play. Well, Osa been shooting the gap these last four or five weeks, and out of five times, he may, he may get one hit for loss. That ain't good enough because the other times you missed, it was a six-yard game. So you can't miss if you're going to shoot gaps. You can't miss. So a team like Green Bay, they attack you in a way where they stretch you out, make guys have to take on those blocks. Well, Minnesota comes in with a guy like Dalvin Cook, that not only has that same running style, but is a hell of a lot faster. Yeah. And if you, like like Michael was saying, you know, we can't guess. We can't uh, freelance out right. there. You have to play gap alignment sound. Well, here you are coming up against two running backs in Alexander Madison, who is who is the sledgehammer of the two. Right. Love to get mix it up, get in there, and be physical with you. And obviously Dalvin Cook, a guy that can just simply run past you, they see the tape, Nate. You see the tape, Nate. These same guys that you're talking about that are not hood ornaments, what can this defense do up front to mitigate and stop this Minnesota Vikings run, rushing game? Because you know they're going to try and run it down the do, do your job. Now, the question everybody's been uh, – proposing to coach and to all of us, do you have the guys? Hankins can Hankins, – Hankins, man, and I know he's not – Hankins of six, seven years ago. Yeah. Hankins know how to two-gap. Hankins know how to get – jam you up and get off it and make tackles. But he needs somebody else. He needs one or two other guys doing that same thing, jamming guys up. You at least want to be stalemated. On the line of scrimmage, you don't need to be stalemated two or three yards off the ball, but you need to be stalemated on the line of scrimmage. Now the back has no first read, especially at the point of attack. Right Now he's got to hesitate. All you asking from your backs, it's few and far between uh, guys that can truly hesitate, stop, and start back up. We got that guy. Right. We got that guy right. who can go point of attack, First hole cut back, and then he can video cut back. I call it video Madden cut back. Everybody can't do that. Now, we facing one of them this week that can do that. And that's why also with that, Nate, our safeties have to be a lot better against the run. I mean, Jerome. What a year. What a difference a year can make. Really? 
And we've gone. We didn't say this last year. No, we didn't. And the reason I think we didn't say this last year is because Jerron Curse was such a tackling machine. Well, he led. I mean, close to leading the team. I think he led the team in tackles last year. Um, We hadn't seen the same Jerron Curse this year. And guys like Donovan Wilson, we we talk about how physical he is, but I think Isaiah even talked about it. Yeah, he's coming up, he's thumping, but he's not wrapping up. Let me say something. What what he said? <laughs> no, no, let me tell y'all something. I, I, I ain't smart. And yeah, even though my name is Newton, I don't know all about you. Ain't Sir Isaac. Yeah. But when you six foot, two hundred forty five pounds, and you six foot, two hundred five pounds, and you come up and try to hit somebody with your chest, and that two hundred forty five pounds is kind of bent over. Yeah, that's he, a deterrent, man. He gonna win. <laughs> yeah. He's going to win that battle. He, like, like as I said, he's thumping. It's hard to wrap up. You got to get on some knees. And, and I'm not a big proponent of knee tackling because that can injure folks. Absolutely. But, bro, they, they, they done took you to the limit. And it's time to get some get back. And we didn't get no get back. Now, the, 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 we talked about the running game, and I think you've given everybody the, the remedy for how we get this fixed. Do your job. It's been your theme right. all week. Do your job right. from Nate Newton. He's writing a book called Do, Do Your, your job. job. But also in the secondary, we saw a rookie flame our guys. I mean, they, he flamed them. And what an opportunity now for a Minnesota Vikings team that has – Hey, man, let's just keep it real. Justin Jefferson is one of the best. Besides the cheetah in Miami, Justin Jefferson is right there. And I think the last time we played him, I think he went two for 21, I believe, were the the numbers. But things are going to be different. This time around, because there's there's so much susceptibility in the run, and the balance of our defense. So many things have been cha- have changed with our defense. Are you saying, Nate, that look, this is the week where we just tell Diggs, just forget about it, man. Wherever this guy go, you gotta go. Are you still okay with Diggs on the uh, on the left, AB on the right? How do you how do you when you co- approach a game like this? How do you say? For your for their superstar wide receiver, how do you approach it, or do you say, "Look, just stay true to what we do"? See, if it was just uh, if it was just Justin, I would say that, like, "Hey, man, get this dude, get this dude." But you got Adam Thielen, yeah, you do, and you got Hawkinson, and you've seen him before. So, this is going to be one of them games where Coach Harrison going to go and look his guys in the face and say, hey, fellas, man up. Man up. Uh, They're going to have enough movement. Uh, Now, Blanton is is, is the young rookie. Mm, Who are you talking about? Uh, uh, Bland. Bland. Yeah. The, the, The deal is... Don't get him matched up on any of these guys. That is what I'm more worried about because a coach that's smart enough to scheme you free, like they'll scheme him free a few a, a, a lot of times. Yeah, 
that's where we got to be careful because if we get what's called it to following him, that means the other guys got to play certain type coverages. And if he move, these guys got to be smart enough to adjust. And if you don't, somebody running wide open free. Right. So you may have to just play that thing straight up. And wherever my man wind up, you got to have a coverage over there to protect yourself. That's how I would do it. I'd be like, you know what? Now we're not going to follow him around because that's too much work to get everybody to adjust off of that. We're going to play who and be who we are, and when we see, we're going to play the percentages because coach, coaching them is good at that. This is where he like to be. This is what they like to throw. We're going to have to rally to it. I, I, would just, I wouldn't follow him around. You wouldn't. And, and, nah, and look, Green Bay did a good job against the run, Bland, and setting him up in those bunch formations. Right. And I think that's what really threw the rookie off. They put that bunch on him and ran the guy across the field in coverage. And, I, I look, <clears throat> not, without knowing the coverage, I think he should have had more, more help over the top from Hooker. Wasn't there, but they caught him. The thing is, Isaiah was telling me you may want to go zone. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, who, you know, don't pick a guy. You're playing an area. You're playing an area. Yeah. And so uh, I have to trust in him that he knowing what he's talking about because as from coming from a quarterback or a wide receiver, what was most hard for him to defend. But I'm, I'm telling you like this right here. At the end of the day, don't miss tackles. That is probably what's killing the Cowboys the most. Right. Because Absolutely. They, they, we had guys for a two-yard loss – Next thing you know, they're falling for four. That's bad tackling. Hit him, and where you hit him at, that's where it stopped. So uh, even with a guy catch a ball, you rallying, uh, you got a guy stopped uh, a five-yard game, but he fall for six, and we got a first down. So we got to hit guys and stop them in their tracks. The coaches are smart enough to scheme it up to a point where you, if you do your job, you should get out of there three, three and out. If you're looking for some picks – and you're trying to force some picks, remember now who you're trying to force these picks on. Right. Uh, this guy, the quarterback, has always been good to the Cowboys. Kirk Cousins has always been good to the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> he's your best friend. But he's having a, a great year. Oh, he's he played some. He threw an ugly ball in Buffalo last week. Yes, he did. Time. But he's having a great year. And he, and he has won some close ones. Yeah. He won some close ones. But, you know, your book, do your job, man. It's coming out, and I know a guy that needs to read it. And we got to talk about him because the media has been on him this week, and okay. I don't like it. I don't right. like him. He's my favorite subject in the whole wide world. Okay. You know we got to talk about my boy Foe now. Yeah. Before I, before I let you out of here, I got to hear what, what you got to say about this whole weakest link talk <laughs> about Dak, and we'll be right back on the Players' Lounge, sponsored by Tostitos. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right, it's not there. He escapes left, he'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! But Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. Experience the magic of Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters during Christmas time with your ticket. You'll enjoy a 45-minute guided tour, Christmas cookies, and a takeaway limited edition Dallas Cowboy ornament. Select dates are now available and will sell out fast. Book your visit now at the star in Frisco.com slash tours. Back here on the Players Lounge is player and player. And Barry is out today. Nui is well, Nui is out today, and I'm holding it down, man. And uh we just talking about football, me and you, Nate. Yeah, you do you know? a great job. This hey, this ain't nobody, this is just us on the phone, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. This is all this is. It's just us on the phone talking football. But, you know, you've been hard on my boy Dak. No, I haven't been hard on Dak. Well, no, hold on, hold on. My bad. My bad. Let me, let me, <laughs> tell, my bad. Let me take that back. <laughs> you will definitely give a, a – not a scathing criticism, but you will give a criticism to Dak and say, look, this is where this quarterback has to be better. This week in the media all around has been talk about Dak being the weak link and holding this Dallas Cowboys offense back with his play. But Dak is the same quarterback that went to the fourth quarter with a 14-point lead. Nate, is that criticism fair? Or do you think that's just more of the Cowboy haters trying to surround us after every loss? I'm going to tell you right here. Uh, I think Dak played – well enough. Now, one of those interceptions, uh, from what the people was telling me who know the game, uh, he could have held back on. And the other one's just about believing in a guy doing the right thing. Uh, Dak is playing good. Dak is playing good, and he's not the reason we lost that game. He's not the reason we lost that game because there's so many factors in the playing quarterback. There's so many moving parts that you have to deal with offensively. And, uh, you know, I didn't like a lot of the – you know, up-tempo stuff because that took away, you know, that, that didn't add time onto clock. That shortened the clock for um, for us, our defense, and lengthening the clock for for their offense. So uh, I, I didn't like that part of it. But other than that, I, I just know this right here. It's going to be some games where you got to throw the ball. And and we it's, it's a stat out there, a hard stat. 40 times our chances ain't as good. 
But that, those are the chances you take. And you're going to take them with Dak or you're going to take them with somebody else. Uh, we had a bad game as a, as a football team, and it didn't add up. And it's going to always fall on the quarterback. When they win, it's going to always fall on the quarterback. They lost, and it's going to fall on Dak. Now, this Fair is, or unfair. Yeah, this this is a game, obviously, you, you expect for Dak to come in and know yeah. that he has to be better. You, their secondary, Harrison Smith right. and Peterson. And this this is a team that, that has some veteran-savvy guys on the back half of their defense, and you need for Dak to, to be the difference. Yes. And in a game, and, and it, with you, Nate, being a guy that has played on a team that has some really high-powered defenses, how do you protect this defense? Is it just what you were talking about with the not going up-tempo? But it seemed like for a while that when they went up-tempo, they caught – Green Bay off guard with that. It, 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 you know, I, I, I overdo the time of possession sometimes. But you got to realize when your defense has been on the field five or more minutes, and you may want to run some plays that you can be successful at just to get them a blow. But when you got your defense that at the end of regulation done played 32 minutes, and they keep happening game after game, 32 minutes, 31 minutes, 33 minutes, that takes a toll. You know, and then uh, your defenses get to the point where they can't get off the field because they always facing third and two. So, you know, they don't know whether to stack the box. They don't know whether to lighten up the box or, because you got, you got a run pass option there that's, that's obvious. So uh, that's why I just keep saying you certain points in the game, you got to realize, okay, we up by 14. Tony Pollard is running well. You ain't got no limits on him. You right. got Malik Davis. When he comes in, boy, he looks fresh. So uh, it's just up to you and what you and the coordinator because I just can't put it all on Kellum no more. You, you, have, Dak's a veteran, so he has some input in this, I think, too, along with the head coach. Has he? And, and I heard you earlier you were talking about C.D. Lamb and him, you know, up in his game, not to the number one sets, but just being better. Yeah. Uh, but also talking about these tight ends. Can 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 that be the missing link to this offense that can? drive the success of your offense if he can get the ball into the hands of Hendershot and Ferguson? Have, they have to, man. You got three capable guys that can catch. They they may be not faster or quicker than a safety, but they bigger. Right. They stronger. They can body up. So uh, ain't no, they can outrun linebackers, I know. They can yeah. get most linebackers. So I, I, use them. You, you, use them. And, and – and we not on no screen. I mean, I just told you they ain't quick. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like yeah. the tight Take the tight end screen out of the playbook. Yeah. Don't use the tight so, end screen. He's going to run Nate. five yards is what I'm saying down that field. Yeah. And Hendershot can get deep <laughs> what I understand. He can get deep. So, uh, But that comes with better protection. But we all run, play action pass, offensive line, and quarterback. What's the release date for your book, Do Your Job, Nate? When are you going to release it? Uh, it's going to be a re-release because, you know, I got to get rights from um, Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> Do your job. Do your job. Yeah. It's already out, man. Nate, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming in here and yeah. holding it down with me, brother. Man. Just dropping, them, dropping jewels on them again, man. man. I sure wish I could get with Barry. Got number 42, the only one I'm going to recognize. Like, what, what you mean, man? You know, what you mean? Three times. <laughs> I, I say it right every time. What you mean, oh, man? But, but, you know, you ain't going to call nobody at 42. You're going to call anybody at 61. That's it. That's it, man. Be 61, man. He's like, come on, Nate. <laughs> 
the, the turducken Nate. Right. <laughs> well, you dress sharp today, bro. I appreciate you, Nate. Man, I yeah. did. I did for you. I knew I was gonna be on with you, man. Now I should have wore show. my short pants and long socks. <sighs> Thank God you did. <laughs> man, it's been the players now. Thank y'all for rocking with us. We'll be back tomorrow, 2 o'clock, with uh, Newish Scrubs, Barry Church, and uh, my man uh, D is, is is out on assignment right now. Yes. But uh, Nate Newton will be on at 1 o'clock. We're hanging, yeah. always hanging with yeah. the boys. But, man, thank you again, man, and thank y'all for rocking with us. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, guys?